This is the Game Gestures Gaming Update Podcast here on episode 41. Today we have news on Resident Evil 3 Remake just launched. We have, as you see right below, the Final Fantasy VII Remake release date is in 7 hours and 44 minutes. We'll be talking about all the news we know, everything about the game we know about it so far. Uh, we also have some news about Resident Evil 8, uh, some other little gaming gaming companies news, some DLCs, some release dates, and our usual after towards the end of the show. So we're going to jump right in and go about our first little bit of uh, news, the Resident Evil 3 um, remake. So I've been playing this. I got it at launch. I played through, and I'm going to go about... Platinum two days, mind you. Yeah, I've got the platinum. I went through six playthroughs, and I have my platinum in it now. So... The news, um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to start off with the review for it first, and then I'm going to jump into a little bit more. So, Resident Evil 3, right away, uh, I was really hyped going into this game. It was one of my favorite Resident Evil games, and I was excited to play it. When I finally played it, the first playthrough was amazing, I loved it, but then once you get done, the game is really short, and they cut so much, significant amount of stuff out. Like, um, I'm going to go through all the Nemesis scenes. In the PlayStation 1, there was so many times that you had an encounter with them. And this one, they cut them out to bare bones. It was such, like, I think there was, like, two scenes. One was an actual chase, and then the other one was him just following you around with a weapon and you just run away. Like, as you see here, that's playing. Well, not to interrupt you, but do you think that was like to make it easier? Because I remember we were talking, we we're just talking about this, like what the last podcast or the podcast before, we we're talking about the difficulty, uh, the increased difficulty from Resident Evil 2 to 3. So, do you think that was like a deciding factor, or it was just, was there um, reasoning? You mean like just making it easier for the player, you mean, or? Yeah, in general, it's like because they like, not that they dumbed it down, but that they you know made it an easier experience. Whereas, you know, uh, Nemesis was a pain in the ass. Well, so. <laughs> I don't know. I saw the original one. It wasn't that hard though. It wasn't, and this one they made it way too easy. It's way too easy to get away from him and everything. And there's not enough. What I'm getting at is they cut so much out. Not even much, so much that they just made it easier. It's that they cut it out and they just like, I say, I think. They were working on Resident Evil Resistance and Resident Evil 2, and they had so much going on. So I feel like they just skipped so much, like they were rushing it, trying to get it done. So, so they, were, they took things out, too, to make Resident Evil 2 and Resistance, so they were like... So, yeah, I guess to save them time, they cut it out and made the bare-bone game just to get it out. And they spent so much time working on this Resident Evil Resistance that came out the same time with Resident Evil 3 as you bought it. So I feel like they put more time and effort into Resident Evil Resistance. And then they kind of left their Resident Evil 3 game short and nothing to it. So you don't think it was just to make it? You just think it was just the just there was no particular... Because a lot of the reviews I was reading, that was a common complaint, was that there were things that were taken out. Yeah, so the biggest thing, my one complaint, um, PlayStation 1, Nemesis's big uh, reveal was when he came down on Brad Victors and he took him out. He had his first kill on Brad. And this one, they changed it and just had Brad get bit by a zombie. <clears throat> that was hugely, like, under... Uh, crap, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, underwhelming. Underwhelming, yeah. That's a good one. 
It was like, why would you take that epic death scene out and make it something lame? And then they took out uh, the clock tower, the entire clock tower scene, that the whole puzzle. I wanted to mention that, but I didn't know the exact scene, and I was going to say clock tower, but I didn't want to sound stupid if it was wrong, because I was going to say Big Ben. So <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you right. probably would have known what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. The entire clock tower scene was removed from the game, which is a bummer, because a lot of people found that that was one of their favorite puzzles. That was one of the most fun. And we also got the um, Nemesis Type 2, the Stage 2. That was completely pulled out, his whole badass form with the... Uh, uh, tentacles ripping out through him and that was one of the hardest fights in the game that whole stage was completely removed for a werewolf transformation or something i don't know and it's just running around like a dog and it's like you kind of ruin that whole scary portion of the game by doing that so and when comparing it to resident evil 2 not that i know i'm not even what you're really about but comparing it to resident evil 2 you think it was a letdown compared as far as because resident evil 2 remake was so hyped up and so yeah. in so, comparison just so like it was almost like I can, almost identical i can definitely just say resident evil 2 they put so much more work in they put it was a longer game had two different campaigns had a lot more to it and then resident evil 3 was really just basic like it was kind of like uh literally it wasn't a full game it was kind of like a short dlc to a game that's what a lot of people in the review they said this isn't an this isn't a full game it's not a real game it took two hours to finish this game one hour if you rush it that's kind of disappointing in a way because especially with the rumors now saying that resident evil 4 is getting a remake for next gen yeah there's talk about so. that they actually i think they confirmed it but i'll have to check but yeah, so Resident Evil 4 will be coming out along with Resident Evil 8. But we'll touch upon that yeah, after this. Uh, but um, overall, so, but what was your overall opinion on the game? Because you were saying, you know, it was short, but like, it was still even enjoyable so to even play. I have just... mix. The first playthrough, I loved it. This whole, what you're watching right now, every scene in this Raccoon City with Nemesis. Love the whole him chasing you, hunting you down, escaping, but it was short-lived. There's only one part in the game, and you're watching it here, where you're actually running from Nemesis. The next part, he gets a weapon, and it's all uh, the meta, scripted. You just do what they have you to do, run the straight line. So that um, The next time you actually go against Nemesis, it's not really a chase anymore, which PlayStation 1 had multiple ones. It was like at least 10 times you can run into nemesis and have to run away this one there's one time and then the meta and then it's the werewolf form so that was a bit of a bummer but overall my first playthrough loved the game second playthrough it wasn't as much fun as the original they took out the merc mode they took out um the whole underground thing the whole worm fight so i felt like too much was missing from the game to make it a great game to make it like to, to match the excitement, I don't think excitement to match the uh, the predecessor, which would be in this case Resident Evil Two being yeah. as well as it was game of the year contender. Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, not going to be in that category. Yep, and a lot more. Sure. A lot of people feel the same way I do because it's got a rating of uh, six point eight right now, so it yeah. kind of went low. Well, is Resistance even like worth it when you add that on? Like, is that because they put so, so much work into that? Is that even yeah, let's touch upon Resistance. Resistance is a game that came with a dead genre. It was long past its 
like fame. It's a 4v1 Resident Evil style game where it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But that genre is kind of done. It's played out. It was 2018. They're two years late to the game. So I don't know why they would go that route. I wish they would go an outbreak route where it was four player co-op and you're trying to solve a puzzle and get off with your friends. Instead, it's a 4v1. Um, or yeah, 4v1. And I feel not a lot of people play. It takes about five minutes to get into a game sometimes. And, uh, it's definitely 4v1 games have been out this long. I don't get why Resistance came out and it's completely unscaled to the mastermind, the one player. The survivors have it like underscaled. That's really hard for them to get out. But for how long 4v1's been out, they should really have this scaling factor down by now. I'm wondering if it should have just been a standalone release because it was kind of like a pack-in deal where it's just like, it's a bonus. You know, people who are getting Resident Evil are probably getting it for the base game. And that, you know, it's kind of like the multiplayer version of like, when you play Uncharted, you're either playing the Uncharted game or you're playing... You know, and a lot of, not a lot of people are, are going to, even though a lot of people enjoy the Uncharted multiplayer, there's a lot of people aren't just getting it for the multiplayer. Yeah. They're getting it for the standalone story. Oh, yeah. So and that's probably the same concept. I believe that'd be the same way with this. Resident Evil Resistance is just a free add-on bonus. But why put most of your time and effort into the Resident Evil Resistance? It's a free add-on and not spend more time building up your game. Making It seemed like Resident Evil 3 was meant more for speedrunning. They want you to go and beat their game as fast as you can, which I don't get. Why make it so short? Why cut everything out? I'm just also partially wondering if a lot of it had to do with, uh, like, so this is the end of the, gen- the, the end of the current generation. You know, even though some games are still going to be coming out in 2021, possibly into 2022, you know, a lot of people are going to be moving on to the PS5 and, and the um, Xbox Series X. So I'm wondering if it was just like a, like a last ditch effort to just get this out and then get Resident Evil 8 out on either whatever it comes out. Say Resident Evil 8 comes out on both PS4 and PS5, and then we know Resident Evil 4 is coming to PS5, so and definitely not coming to PS4, so I'm wondering if that had played anything into it, because it was just like, let's just rush to get this done and put out a half-assed game. Not saying it's a half-assed game, I'm just saying... Kind of kind of feels but... that way, though. I still like it, I enjoyed it, but it does feel that way. So it's not a day-one purchase is what you're saying. Well, obviously day-one's passed, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't pay but... full price for it. I would say it's definitely a discounted game, because so it's not a full like game. $29.99 or less. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Unless, <laughs> hey, I'm all for if Capcom does a Resident Evil 3 remake remake and makes it the full game, I'm back in. I'm all cool for that. Make yeah, it- I can see them doing that as a, a collection <clears throat> when they release four on next-gen systems. They might have a two and three collection and even do one because a lot of people are asking for one. Well, I meant for- remake three again. Remake the remake. Oh, you meant like remake it from the ground up so rather yeah. than just saying... Like, so, so they include the missing content. Oh, yeah. Strategy. Go back and make it a real game. It could happen because they do, no, they've won't. done that they before. Won't. I mean, I'm mean, not saying it won't. It will happen. I'm saying it, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. You know, there's been... I'm trying to think of instances where that's happened in the past where, you know, a <laughs> game's... A remake's come out and then later something got added because of fan demand. But... We've eaten up 12 minutes of our time with this one alone, so I'm going to move on to the Resident Evil 8. I'm going to go through really quick. There's not a whole lot of information on it, but at the end of Resident Evil 7, if you didn't beat 7 yet, 
little spoiler, at the end, I gave the pause for anyone who didn't see it yet, the spoilers right here, Chris Redfield shows up at the end of Resident Evil 7 to help the survivor, and it shows um, he's uh, somehow directly uh, interacts with your character, and you have a little DLC from Resident Evil 7 with Chris Redfield, first person. So, now Resident Evil 8 is taking the direction of having it follow Chris Redfield again, and they said right now they're playing around, they're building two different games, first person style and third person, and they're seeing which one they like more. With the success of Resident Evil 7, they were going first person, but then with the high success of Resident Evil 2, they were considering third person. So they're not sure yet. They're building both right now. The same game, both styles. Well, where's that gif of, uh, of the taco girl going, why not both? You know, like, <laughs> right? Give it two different, like uh, Final Fantasy VII, which we'll get on next. Yeah, I would love that. I would, because, you know, I actually, I thoroughly enjoyed Resident Evil 7 in first person. I'm not really a big first person kind of game. I kind of like them third more. Atmosphere. But I do like, for Resident Evil, I do like the third person yeah. more as, as well. But for what 7 was going for, it works. So if 8 goes in that same direction, I could see that working out. But, you know, me liking the classic old school third person for this particular games, I'm kind of leaning towards third person. Hmm. Yeah. So... But people... aside from that, did, was, did you have anything else on that? Because there was... Uh, Lots of news and rumors flying around, rumors flying around about that. So right now, they're only rumors, so I don't want to touch too much upon it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> they did say it's confirmed that there will be... Um, it's going to push upon less of zombies, more of Resident Evil 7 type things. So there'll be more like uh, the witches and the whole cursing kind of thing. It's going to follow from yeah, 7. Kind of cult-like action there going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's going to follow that. But there's not a whole lot besides that it's going to be called Resident Evil 8 Village, which I kind of like it. V-I-I Village. Uh, I like the play on the name. I, tell you, I, I, I dig it. I dig it. Ah, oh, I just got that now. Yeah, because it... Wow, that took me longer to get that. Sure. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. I, I'm down for it. I Resident Evil 8, as long as it doesn't suck. Oh, <laughs> better not. After three, I was so hyped for. I'm hoping that they don't have another letdown. But we're halfway done the show, so let me move on to the next big uh, topic we have, and that is Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, we have a our... little game you may have heard of. A little, <laughs> little small title. Yeah, no may have one point. So we have the countdown still going. Let me go into. Um, our little news we got for this now. So, a lot of people got early access. People have been playing. We played the beta. We have um, we have familiarity. I've been reading reviews and watching other people who got early access playing. The full game has been played through, and here's what we know so far. So, one of the biggest questions people were asking, because uh, RPGs have been missing this, like Kingdom Hearts 3 when that came out, they're missing New Game Plus, and a lot of people have been asking about New Game Plus on Final Fantasy VII, and it is confirmed now there is a New Game Plus. Once you finish your playthrough, 
you will get chapter select so you can go back to previous chapters and redo it's good the game's broken up in chapters now instead of full linear it's going to be chapter base and they're broken apart so after you finish the game you get chapter select and you can go back and pick any chapter you want to do again and you carry your weapons and items over and you go back and redo that chapter so that's kind of how new game plus works with the chapter select there is also when you beat the game you can restart new game plus uh going back on the chapters on hard mode now what makes hard mode hard is you no longer can use items outside of combat so you can only heal up in combat the rest points do not restore mp only hp so you have it harder you can't really use all your magic really fast and then go and restore you can't train and grind out with your mp so this makes it a little more complicated but I there know. i kind of like that though yeah i mean it's I, a little I, I tricky. would be cursing my myself a lot i'd be like but about you know bleep out this bleep out that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but i'm so, all for it because i've been balanced i keep cutting you off i'm sorry but it brings oh, balance fine. in a way <laughs> yeah a little bit but the original mode um i lost my train of thought now that's because i cut you off twice I'm at <laughs> <laughs> um the reviews i were reading uh it was from game informer people were playing and I don't know how I feel about it. They were saying the combat, they were describing the combat, how it's fast paced. It's too fast paced for them, they were saying, but I love the fast pace for it. But they were saying in a boss battle, uh, they kept slipping up and it's a matter of a second to make a decision and react to it, which I don't know, I kind of like that. I love the fast pace. In hard, in hard mode or in general? I think in general. So I'm gonna see when I play through on normal mode first, cause you have to play normal to unlock hard. So I'm gonna play mm -hmm. it and I'll see but they were saying that they kept slipping up and dying and having to restart. So they were saying the combat was too hard. But it's kind of like our podcast today. We started on uh, we started on hard mode and then just went to normal mode. So. <laughs> yeah, right? We dropped down on the podcast. <laughs> There's a story behind that. We'll tell you all later. <laughs> um, so the Final Fantasy VII um, remake review... It was only rated an 8.75, which is still high, but compared to its original rating on the PS1, I thought it'd be a lot higher. I'm gonna play it myself, and I'm gonna give my own review tonight, once I get through. Um, though, they do, everyone was asking, there's a second major question people were asking. It's broken into three parts. Is this just a minor one-third fraction of the game? And we have our answer. That is no. This is one, three parts. It's a full game. It is 85 gigabytes on its own. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So that is, uh, if they did what they originally planned to do and put this all in one thing, it went off in on one disc. We'd be back at PlayStation One days where you have three different discs oh you need God, to put anyway. Yes. I forgot about those days. Let's yeah. not talk about that anymore <laughs> because this is a big game it is estimated around 60 to 70 hours to go through and finish everything you need to do in the game so you're getting a full game here um what else there is uh the one thing i'm not sure if i'm good with the one thing i'm kind of fluctuating back and forth with they took the open world out which is my favorite part of the final fantasy having the huge open world free roam there's no so more, more linear type thing 
Yeah, so it's a little linear now. There's no traditional free roam. All the chapters are linear and they're disconnected from one another. You can go back everywhere and get all the municipal trophies and collectibles and everything through chapter select. But when you're in that chapter, like here right now, you can't go around free roam. You're stuck on that straight path following every storyline. So I'm yeah, not that's sure. Kind of a right there. I mean, it's not gonna like. I don't think it's gonna kill the overall experience. I mean, it's not like a make or break deal there. But yeah, no, definitely not. But it's still, still a little different, and it's not the same without free roam. But I don't think it's gonna break the game. That's good. And then this is coming out. Except it, uh, when that was this out again? I'm sorry, tomorrow. This game? Uh, it's out in seven hours, twenty-three minutes, and forty-five <laughs> seconds. So April tenth, April tenth. Yes, yeah, yeah. my brain is keep because I kept thinking the twenty-third in my head for some reason, which is not even a Friday. So no, yeah. I keep getting my get my games mixed up. Everything's coming out whenever I want it to come out, I guess. But uh, so I'm assuming <laughs> you're going to be in hiding and in isolation even more because now this game's coming out. So yeah, our next podcast will be in June. <laughs> well, well, I have to do something to give up my full-on review of the game. So, it's but that is very true. with that, we used up most of our time for two games. Um, I believe you had a little information. On, I'm not sure which one you want to start with. You had your oh, game yeah, company yeah, and close out with. Uh, what did I have to finish? I know what it is. So uh, we had okay the. Okay, basically we touched upon... Oh, Stadia. That was one of the big ones. Stadia. Uh, Google Stadia. Yeah, that is now free to anybody with a Gmail address. And uh, you, they are also giving you two months of Stadia Pro, which includes game... Which includes about eight games right now. I'm trying to pull up the list really quick. You got Destiny 2. You got something called Kine. I don't know what that is. Uh, you got... Uh, stacks on stacks, SteamWorld Dig 2. I had the list, and I don't have the list right now, but those are the. And Guild well, was an exclusive Stadia game. But uh, so those were some of the games you got for free. And uh, overall, they don't have a lot of games in their actual game store. There's only about 40 games in their game store. So that's kind of a letdown. But the experience is unhorrible. If you have the internet and a decent enough PC, Yes, it, it, it's it's worth it's worth at least checking out. Now I can't speak for if you know because if you play on your Chromecast or your tablet or your phone because the Chromecast you need the Stadia controller, or your tablet and your phone I believe you could use like a PlayStation or any Bluetooth controller you'll be fine. But uh, on PC it's not terrible. I haven't had any real issues. I have I have decent internet so I haven't had any, any really major lag issues or anything like that or textures not loading correctly and things like that so it, it's not bad i don't think it's going to be if they add more to the service it'll be worth it so hmm. kind of rambled a little bit there but i was like i was trying to think about what i was going to say about stadia but it, it wasn't coming to me i got the but, list uh, of the free games but a lot of them were removed already the only ones that are still there destiny 2 grid splitlings serious sam and steam world huh all of the other ones were removed as of April. That's really weird. Probably because of the free promotion, I probably wanted some of the developers probably were like, oh, we don't want all these people getting in for free. <laughs> so 
I'm hey, checking it out and see what ends up. Metro oh, Exodus, wow. Tomb Raider, there were games that were removed. Oh yeah, now you're gonna buy those. I see those on the list to buy. Yeah. So that's a pain in the butt, but I mean the plus the one plus side though is you can still get the back catalog of free games. So that's good for now. For well most of them. You can still so if you if if you miss like say games that came out in November, you can still get them you know, now, the two games that came out in November and the two games that came out in December, they're still playable now, which makes it a little different from other services where if the games are free that month, they're only available during that month. I don't know if they're going to continue that going forward or if this is just now, you know, now they're trying to get new people on and they made it for free, that's going to change going forward. you got to claim them now. I don't know if that's the thing. I don't know what's going on with that. But I would say if you get the free trial... Just if you, even if you're not interested in any of the free games, just claim them anyway, because you don't know if they're going to take them away later. And if you already claim them, you should still have access to them as long as they're still in the store. Yeah. But don't quote me on that. And then closing out, what I was going to say. Quote it. Shamrock says this. Quote it. <laughs> Shamrock says, no, don't quote. Don't sue me. Sue someone else. No. Uh, <laughs> but closing out, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, coronavirus, of course, is making the world a very terrifying place to be right now and uh, exceeding everyone's thoughts about what it was going to be months ago we had no idea like it was going to be as you know some people were like oh you know it's going to be terrible it's not going to be so bad but there's mixed reactions we didn't know we didn't know the trajectory of how this was going to all go but anyway with that being said pc maker main gear is looking to step into action and help by producing ventilators in New York City to help uh, fight off uh, the coronavirus. Hmm. And the interesting thing about this is they are doing it with FDA approval. This is what I'm worried about, the FDA approval, because they may not approve it because they this may, could be a cost thing. Because the, their ventilators are only costing about $7,500, $8,000. Whereas the actual, you know, you know, the big, the big pharmaceutical companies ventilators that they use are like fifty, sixty thousand. So, uh, if you ignore, I, I don't want to get into the political side of it, but you know, I'm worried it may not get an FDA approval for political reasons, which would really suck. But it's it's interesting to see that you know there's a, a, a gaming company or uh, that produces gaming computers that's you know willing to use their technology to help in a time like this, which is incredible. So yeah. even if it doesn't get the approval that they're going out and doing that is a phenomenal thing. Yeah. So that's all I had to say on that. I just thought it was a really cool concept. I'm hoping they get the FDA approval and good luck to anybody who gets impacted personally by, <laughs> you know, all of this because it's crazy times. I mean, how are you enjoying your isolation? Mine's been good because I had Resident Evil, I have Animal Crossing, I have uh, Final Fantasy VII tonight. So there's been a lot of games keeping me entertained for it. So yeah, I've been I've been getting heavily back into VR chat and things like that. And now <laughs> I have some stuff to do with Stadia, and then I have some of my other games to play on Xbox. And uh, yeah, I still have 400 Steam games to go through. So. <laughs> yep, did all that. So there there's a big backlog of things to go through. So that was the time to catch up now that we're all off of, the majority of us are off of work and yeah so, <laughs> all right well that's all i got so i don't know I if you have anything else minor things uh i can rush through them in the remaining three sure. minutes that i have left so 
Sandro the Third is being remastered. They had their official trailer and they released. They're coming out on May twenty second. Xbox four, uh, Xbox four, Xbox one, <laughs> PS four, and PC. Nine years after the original came out on last gen. Um, so that Saints Row the Third is, if you don't know, it's a GTA type game spinoff. It's like a parody of GTA. It's really fun. I like it. I'm um, surprised I took them because this was. A, I mean, I don't want to dwell on it, but was, this is one people were asking for. So I'm, I'm glad to see that it's actually. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is Fallout 76 Wastelanders. They're, they showed their launch trailer to show the NPCs, new story, and some new uh, combat coming in. On April 14th, they're releasing this free expansion, and it's going to fix a lot of the problems that people were bringing up. A lot of people says that the game is now actually smooth, it's playing pretty well, so if you haven't gotten 76, you hold it off, now might be the time to look into getting into it. Uh, this new DLC adds a bunch of things that people are asking for. Hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. I mean, I have not. I mean, I haven't played it personally yet, but I have. I live with you know someone who was heavily into the game, so I, I get to hear yeah. all the uh, the complaining about it. So, <laughs> yep. if this helps, <laughs> yeah, it should fix a lot of problems that they had. And what else you got for me? So another thing is um, Mojang. They jumped in with Minecraft Dungeons. They had their Minecraft Dungeons came out. And uh, I guess I haven't played it yet, but I'm guessing it's a big success because it was highly rated and a lot of people were really um, talking, praising it pretty well. So it's pretty much Minecraft done like the story mode where you go in dungeons and you raid and uh, it's a different take on Minecraft. Do you still get to craft and stuff? Do you still get to build everything? Or is it just like, uh, is it kind of like a, so just a dungeon explorer type thing? I think there is still crafting. I didn't fully look into it all. It's kind of, um, the crafting's a lot different and you more or less, I think you just find your gear. You're going through killing things, you open chests and you pretty much loot. So I'm not too sure if there is crafting. I'm thinking there might be, but I know it's pretty much just, um, Kind of like an old school game uh, where you're running through dungeons and you're just hack and slash kind of style. Oh, sweet. I'm not checking out then. <laughs> wait, oh wait, so it might not be. It's coming spring 2020, so it might not be out yet. I didn't check the release date. I just saw some information it about it. It might have got pushed back like everything else. Oh, final note to end up speaking of pushed back. Last of Us 2 pushed back indefinitely. We don't know when that's coming out now. Yeah. There's no release date. I'm assuming they might push it back and try to do it with the PS5 launch, but might I, be you know that's kind of one thing I've been thinking they're gonna be doing. I'm thinking it's just it's been so they've been working on it for so many years, and I think they're gonna want to up it a little bit. So, and this is something we did talk about earlier. How uh, not to go over our timer, but uh, the Last of Us, you know, the first Last of Us, they released it very close to the end of the PS3 life cycle, and then all of a sudden. Boom, on PS4, remastered with a free DLC. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's kind of like, it's Sony's Legend of Zelda. They announce it yeah. for one system and push it to the next. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're talking about delays, with The Last of Us 2 delayed, they also delayed Iron Man VR. 
Uh, That's got an indefinite delay. Um, Disney also announced that all their Marvel films, The Black Widow, which was supposed to come out in May 1st, is now delayed until November 6th, which was the release date for their Eternals, which is now delayed till February 12th, 2021. Um, They also said Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is coming out May 7th, 2021. They pushed that back until next year. Um followed by the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on November 5th, 2021, and Thor Love and Thunder, now February 18th, 2022, with Black Panther 2, May 6th, 2022, and Captain Marvel 2, July 8th, 2022. So everything got pushed back a year. Yeah, and it might might get worse from here because... We wonder one, we don't know where this virus is going, and we also don't know what that means as far as when these businesses do reopen. Like movie theaters, who are depending on their concessions to make money, haven't been able to make money for months. You might see yeah. a lot of movie theaters be closing and things like that. So, yep. Disney's also doing in Indiana. <laughs> Disney's also bring doing Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. So, but that's our time. So, I don't know if you got anything else you want to. That's all. That's I wrapped wrap up. This so. Up. So we'll see you guys next week and we'll have more game reviews for you then.